Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. In this one, we'll chat about learning through story. A tale as old as time. <laughs> Honestly though, it really is. Okay, anyway, just a little reminder before we get started, that it is a huge help to me, the show, and anyone out there that these episodes might support to take a quick sec and leave a review. Do it. Gosh, that's okay. And a big thank you to all of my readers, Patreon members, and clients for supporting the work that I do. All right, let's do it. So learning through story, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, I did this a little to myself, um, but we kind of chatted about this. In episode 256, um, I was talking about, um, basically I was talking about this shift from, you know, I just recently published uh, my book, Beat the Bad, and I'm so grateful for it. It's like, it's literally like life's work completed. Oh, it's amazing. Um, and it is kind of my last nonfiction book for a bit and I am shifting gears into going into writing fiction. It's kind of I don't talk about this a lot. We're gonna we're gonna have a little like chat for a second. This is an author reading episode, which I will be reading something I wrote, but um but like I don't I don't I don't we just don't have these chats. So we're gonna do it. But basically like I have been writing since I was like if seven. Like I've been writing stories and books like since I was very, very little. And of course, like for me, it, it started with, I, I say of course, but like there's probably people that when they're young, they write about like their life and their experiences. But for me, it was always fiction. Like it always just created these stories out of nothing and just ran with them. And of course, like as I started having like mental health issues, like those stories got darker and then eventually they kind of just fell off for a bit and I only journaled and and wrote songs actually. Um, and then when I came back to writing, I really kind of came back in this nonfiction capacity, which is unlike anything I had ever written before. And then, you know, I like pooped out five books. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm a child. No, I, <laughs> I published five books, you know, that were all nonfiction. And I think that was beautiful and it served a purpose and it's great. And it's, it's great to have things just laid out and explained and, and things being really like clear, but there's also so much we can glean. And this is what I was talking about on that other episode. So if you listen to it, um, I apologize for just kind of reiterating myself, but you know, there, there's so much when we read fiction or not even just read fiction, but get immersed in like fictional stories, right? It can happen in movies and stuff too, but I, I'm going to specifically be talking about books, like the written word, the, I will also say the audible word. If you, if you aren't reading things like with your eyeballs, that's okay. Um, you're still, you know, getting to like partake in that, that story. 
whether it comes out the mouth or, you know, it's all words. It's all freaking words. Anyway, (sighs) I'm getting ahead of myself. But basically, when we can kind of like see ourselves in a character or see someone we know in a character in a novel or in a series or whatever it might be, but is very, a bird just flew into my window. (laughs) Sorry. Why am I laughing? I'm sorry, friend. There's little feathers stuck to my window. Oh, I hope, I hope they're okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'll check on that later. It's it's literally on like my skylight window too. It's not like a the side bedroom window. Okay. Off track. Now I have to focus after I've never experienced that before. A bird just flew my window. Okay, in my window, into my window. It's not in my house. Oh, focusing. Focusing. So, telling you, man, sometimes you think a story's fiction and then it's like, no, that happened. But regardless, I feel like we can we can learn so much through these stories that are just like immersive and sometimes they're they're based in the real world sometimes they're like sci-fi or fantasy right like they take us into another world but like i don't know there's there's so much growth and conflict and like there's so much that goes into a story that i think can be relatable and can like help us see things from a different perspective and especially if we have some semblance of like self-awareness and like the situations we're in or the the way we are within our bodies you know it can be a really interesting mirror or like learning tool when we read these stories and are inspired by how somebody grows through something or we can even recognize like when somebody's going about something in what seems to be a really like unhealthy way and there could be other ways like we it's information like it's knowledge right just in the form of a fiction story and so it's kind of like i'm excited to make the switch from nonfiction to fiction even though i'm still considering myself within the self-help like genre um because that's how i look at stories it's how i look at books and that's the whole purpose and intention that goes into what i write is to help people help themselves um no matter how they're consuming that, right? And so recently I have been kind of like slowly working on an anthology or a short story collection. Um, and I, it's still in the works, dude. So like, I don't have, I don't have answers. I don't have marketing chops for this. Um, I'm just, I want to share it because I did share it with somebody very close to me and they were like, oh my gosh, like that hit home. And I finally felt like that was a while ago and I finally felt called to be like, I'd like to share this story on the podcast. Um, cause I don't like to just do things because people are like, you should do this. I've, I've really kind of gotten out of that modality <laughs> and not just doing something cause someone says I should, but because I actually feel called to do it. So I wanted to share one of the short stories. These are very like channeled. So when I write them, it's a really interesting process cause when I write nonfiction, I outline everything. Everything's really like, not rigid, but like I I lay it all out. It's a very clear map of how I'm going to teach something to someone, right? But the short stories, they kind of just have this like starting idea and then I just start writing and it comes usually from like a very like inspired place. Like it just wants to come out. And so I start writing and then 
it takes twists and turns that I wasn't even expecting, um, which is just really fascinating. And um, it's just a lot of fun. So I, yeah, I've, I think I've already kind of spoken my piece on the whole like topic of learning through story. And then I'm going to go ahead and read to you one of them. It's called The Moon's Whisper. So the thing with this an- anthology is the stories kind of vary in like what the story is is about, like the who the, like what the who the characters might be or what's happening in the stories. Um, but they all kind of have this tether to some kind of lesson and um, a tether to nature. And um, and so there's always kind of this tie into like the lessons those things can teach us, but also like, Sometimes they involve people and, and people um, utilizing lessons. And sometimes it's something in, else entirely. So I'm going to read this the best I can without tripping over my words because I'm really good at doing that. <laughs> and um, and we'll see what comes out of my mouth after I'm done reading. I don't know. Okay. So again, this one is called The Moon's Whisper. It hurt. It truly pained her to stay. But she did because it was familiar and it was home, even though it was dangerous. He was so kind and sweet when he wanted to be. He was thoughtful and loving when she had began to reach the outer limits of acceptability. Sure, the land was barren, but something inside her kept on convincing her that she could make things grow. She wasn't one to quit what she had set her mind to, after all. Spring turned to summer, summer to fall fall to winter, and round and round the earth went. How could a place become more desolate the more she tried to nurture it? One night, as she lay in bed staring at his face under the pale window's light, the moon whispered, Where will it go when you let go? It startled her. It sat with her. It carried her into deep contemplation until her body could withstand the sleep no longer. First, she stopped growing the plants where their fate was always to wither and die. A single sapling on her nightstand was all she tried. Next, she stopped cooking foods expected of her, the ones that always tasted like bitter ash on her tongue. A simple meal plated only for her was all she tried. Finally, she freed her attention. Once caged within the bars of his opinion, his approval, his happiness, a solitary gaze upon the moon's grace was all she tried. And wouldn't you know, the sapling grew, The meal was enjoyable, and that gaze took her on a journey through the beauty of phases. She was letting go, and he could feel it. Through his bitterness, his barren land, his desperation for attention and need to feel loved. Why are you changing? He echoed through acts of rage, affection, guilt, and manipulation. Why have you changed? He wailed loud enough that he couldn't hear the sound of her happiness. Why have you changed? He tried to cut into her deep enough so that she could see her own selfishness. But nothing could penetrate her as she stood there, beaming as bright as the moon itself and as calm as an evening's tide. Why haven't you? she said, walking him through a landscape of his own ruin, a garden to which he did not tend, a kitchen where he refused to nourish himself, a moon gone dark in the absence of eyes to marvel it. What does it say to you, the moon, she asked. He fought, and she waited. He refused, and she waited. He denied that he could hear the moon, called her crazy for asking such questions. 
His stubbornness cost him his last moment of her waiting. How was it fair that she was free and he was trapped? So he sat, alone and in silence, not knowing how to truly care for himself. It wasn't the world that had tricked him. It wasn't her who had failed him. No, it was nothing that needed to be blamed. But now he had a choice. To retreat to the walls of comfort, or look up at that moon with an open heart. It waxed, and he waited. It filled, and he waited. It waned, and he waited. And there, in the darkest of moments, the moon whispered, Where will it go when you let go? Okay, that was it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just, I don't know. I don't know what that stirs up for you, if it stirs up anything. But um, that's kind of like a peek into the anthology that I'm working on and kind of the path I'm taking, um, you know, away from nonfiction. I wouldn't say forever, maybe. Like, there might be a reason I come back to, to another nonfiction book. But for now, I'm really just enjoying exploring the, like, the poetry that, that can be storytelling and I'm just loving it because I feel like sometimes emotions and thoughts and feelings and experiences can be conveyed in a way that simply just telling it to you um, can't. So yeah. All right. Well, that is it for this episode. So if you liked it, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my self-help books and services at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.